how you write an email you don't just type everything in the title bar yeah <laughs> and because i feel like as an english teacher that's kind of my job we don't have an it teacher because we're in a middle school oh okay yeah they don't offer- they don't yeah it's not offered so as an english teacher it's an aspect of writing i think i should be teaching so i emailed my colleagues i was like so this is what i'm going to be telling them how teaching them how to do it they were like oh my god thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's funny i'm glad I, I don't have ninth graders this year even though that means i'll have to come up with a whole new curriculum because i've taught nine for the last three years right. but fortunately i'm basically stealing from everybody else so and yeah. i'm refusing to be the plc lead for english 10 flat out good <laughs> good I'm, I am I came up with a response, too, because mostly the people in English 10 are either, like, brand new, which is fair, or lazy. So I'm going to be like, well, I have this responsibility and this responsibility, which are both individually more responsibility than English 10 leads. So if you want to take one of those from me, I'd be happy to be the English 10 lead. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of stuff my mom pulls at work. She, they're always asking her to head this and head that, and she's like, well, someone else is going to have to do this, and then they're like, ah, we're good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, like, literally, we have the men in our department, except for two of them, are just, they're clock watchers, we call them. You know, they just wait until the bell yeah. rings, and then they go home. Well, anyway, that's enough complaining. <laughs> Welcome to Are You Serious? Believe it or not, it's a podcast about Reddit and not being a teacher. Oof. I am Morgan. I'm Esme. This is episode 22, 23. 22. 22. <laughs> Jeez, I can't count today. It's been, it's been a morning. Yeah, yeah. I uh, just got back from a run, so I'm like warm. <laughs> it's not too bad yeah it it cooled down at the beginning of the week and we were like yes it's like 90 (laughs) and it's just started going up again and it's like oh god my husband actually asked me if the ac was on today i'm like yes i haven't touched it it's not on it is on i haven't touched it he was he was like what how (laughs) so yeah (sighs) yeah so um i have a couple fun ones but they're they're the bread in the sandwich of shit oh. so <laughs> oh have you made me a shit sandwich yeah i did oh, thank you <laughs> but the bread is really good okay <laughs> so this first one is am i the asshole there are no ages right now um but it's pretty straightforward so am i the asshole for threatening to financially cut off my son over a baby name we have another baby mm. name one it- I feel like a lot for a lot of the Am I the Asshole ones, I'm like, well, it depends. Yes. A lot of the titles are very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're like misdirect, misdirection. Yes. So Misleading. it's difficult to, like, it's difficult to know. My brain is a puddle. <laughs> Hopefully I haven't forgotten how to read. <laughs> well, that would be bad. <laughs> yes. Anyway, okay. I had my son fairly young and I recently had a change of life baby. When I was four months pregnant, my son, who was in college at the time, told me that he had gotten his girlfriend pregnant. I wasn't very happy, but I've been supportive, and I've given them a lot of financial assistance. I had my daughter two months ago, and I named her Clara. My son's girlfriend went ballistic. She said they were going to name their daughter Clara, and that I should have consulted with them. Um, I got pregnant first, but whatever. I told her she needs to grow up, and that she doesn't own the name. 
My son asked me if I would consider changing Clara's name. I said no, and he stormed out of the house. Well, they told me the other day they are going to name their daughter Paxton. P-A-X-T-Y-N. What? I guess I made a face, and she started yelling at me that it is my fault because I stole the only name she likes. I even asked her if she likes the name Paxton, and she says she is going to like it when I have to tell my friends I have a granddaughter named Paxton. So she pretty much said she hates me more than she loves her daughter. My son said I have two months to fix this, change Clara's name, and I told them they are both idiots and I feel bad for their future child. I also said if they name their daughter Paxton just to be spiteful, I will not give them any further financial assistance. My son called me up and said I was being controlling, but when I asked him if he actually likes the name, he hung up. And she just clarified in an edit, they never mentioned the name Clara to me. This is some petty ass. <laughs> I feel like we're going back to a very similar theme of of, of my distaste, <laughs> where people who are too immature to have children are having children and then displaying their immaturity in ridiculous ways. Yeah, I, I think OP hits the nail on the head where she says she pretty much said she hates me more than she loves her child. Right, that's... Why would you give your... This, this makes me think of this thing that used to exist called spite fences. Spite? With a T? Yes. Sorry, that's my accent. I, well, I, 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 I heard it was spike. No, I, I pronounce very soft T's. It's just no it's the region of England <laughs> that I'm from. Um, so there used to be this thing called the spite fence. And what you would do is if you hated your neighbour or the person who lived across the street from you, you would construct this monstrous fence to irritate the hell out of them. And it was <laughs> legal for a very long time. If you Google spite fences... You will find the most wonderful, pettiest, like, I hate you so much, I will make my house ugly. One of my favorite examples is there was a guy who, um, the, the boundary between the two houses was, like, so incredibly small. And the neighbor had put windows that looked out to the other house and told them that they couldn't have windows because then they'd be, like, looking in on each other. So the neighbor built a fence in front of the the other neighbor's windows so they couldn't get any light in. I see. It's on the Wikipedia page for Spite Fence. So there's good. a Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah, so it's like there's a driveway uh, on neighbor A's property and then neighbor B's house starts right on the other side of that driveway. So they put a fence, neighbor A put the fence right on the other side of the driveway to block the window. Yeah. And it's like very tall. It's It covers the second story window. It's, it's one of the reasons why HOAs and like housing developers have a rule where your your fence can't be taller than six feet now because people would just build these 12 foot fences. <laughs> Like, it's so good. But that's what this baby name is. It's a spite fence. Yes. And as a person who can count on one hand the amount of people they've met with the same name as them, I have to say, it's it's fine if two people have the same name. That's fine. So I don't really see what the problem is apart from they're too young to be having a kid. Yeah, I mean, if if you're like, the appropriate response for daughter-in-law is to be like, oh no, what are the odds I was going to name my daughter Clara? Well, I Dang guess I'll it. have to find something else. Yeah. 
Not to be like, I'm going to pick the worst name possible so that you feel responsible for it. It's like, who does that? There's millions of names in the world. Literally millions. Surely there's one more that you can find that you like. Yeah, and there's so many names that are adjacent to Clara. I mean, which would be confusing, but like I I have synesthesia, so I have weird connections that I make, but I'm like, oh, Clara, that's similar to like, I can't think of one right now because I'm on the spot, but like that's similar to the name Cynthia, even though they're not that similar. But To me, to me Clara is a light name, right? Yeah. It's 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 related to Starlight and all that nice shit. Find another light name. Sophie. I like, that's a similar name to me. That is so unsimilar to me that I'm like, <laughs> no, that's not what I'm thinking about. <laughs> they're, they're both, they're both like periwinkle colored. <laughs> okay. Okay. So for yeah. me, Clara links with names like, I don't know, Selena, which is, which means moon mm-hmm. and Diana, yeah. which is the goddess of the moon. Like there's, there's a lot of names which can branch out of Clara that have the same sort of feel to them. Yeah. That aren't so confusing as to be like, oh, I'll name her Claire. Like, no, that's too close. Or Lara. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's a bit on the nose. There's nothing stopping her from having Clara as a middle name. I feel like we've had this conversation so many times. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like this is worse than the Gaylord thing, assuming that was real. But like, at least she had a tradition that she wanted, whereas this is just like, I liked that one, and now I'm going to ruin my child's, li- not ruin her life, but she perceives it as that. No, I, p- I perceive it as that. Paxton. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a boy's name for starters. Well, I do believe it's that it's part of that meme, baby, meme baby names, with the woman who is um oh standing in front of the board. The board. Yeah. <laughs> she does... I, I don't know how many of these are photoshopped because she also does it with, there's a one with a boy names. So the girl names are Taylee, McCarty, Navy, Maylee, and she has Lakin, L-A-K-Y-N-N circled. Lakin. And then the boys' names are Taysom, Ollie, Grayson, Asher, and Tatum. Which two of those are normal. Well, three of them are normal. Most of them are normal. The girls' names are wild. Taysom. Oh, God. And then she also does it with the dog, I've seen. <laughs> well, I, I'm pretty sure that's Photoshop. Man. Uh, so the OP has an, an update, and it is the most hilarious thing. So second edit. All right, I took some of your advice and texted her that I've been thinking about it, and I kind of like the name Paxton. And she wrote back, fuck you, you evil bitch. <laughs> so I think that's the end of their money. Damn. I really like OP. She sounds like a down-to-earth person. Well, what what else can you do in that situation? You can either, like, join in with their freak out or just be like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, call their bluff. She called their bluff and it worked. Damn. And after she's been financially supporting them as well. Yeah. That's just... They're going to come crawling back. You know it. Mm-hmm. And it's... OP's account was deleted, so we cannot check. But yeah, they're they're gonna come crawling back and be like, okay, so we decided to name her, you know, something different. So yeah, this was uh, also about a month ago. So got one more month before this baby is born. You can't get territorial about a name if you have not discussed it. Yeah. Like if you know that someone that you know is pregnant, as soon as you decide on the name, you tell them that name and that way they can't have it. 
Whoever right. says the name out loud first, they get it. Whoever says, hey, this is what I want to call my baby, it's this. Yeah, it's like calling shotgun. <laughs> it's exactly like calling shotgun. <sighs> yeah. People. I think Opie handled that well. I think, uh, yeah, the comments are like, this is how you do that. And most of the time, the, the Reddit responses are either, like, pretty good advice or just, here's what you can do to gotcha the other party. Which normally would not, I would not recommend. Because sometimes they'll be like, well, I'm fighting with my boyfriend and this. And then Reddit will be like, well, you can say this to gotcha him and it won't actually solve the problem, but you'll feel better and like you won the situation. Yeah, that's... Normally that, I don't go for that. But in this situation, she did (laughs) the perfect right thing. No, and the Paxton's growing on me. Fuck you. (laughs) God, children. Children, children, children. (sighs) Hey, use contraception if you don't want to find yourself pregnant. Do you know what sex is for? I know you think it's just for fun. It's not. It's for making babies. And if you don't want to make a baby, you got to make sure that you're doing something about that. God alive. This is particularly hard with me today because I'm having lots lots of uh, difficulties with medication right now. And it's like... (sighs) God, if I have to go through all this crap so that I don't have to have a baby, you could at least put on a condom, you fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Ugh, <sighs> don't get me started on that. Cause I'll go for. We went way off topic last week, so we'll just. No, we did. Try and keep keep it on the rails. Laser focus this week. <laughs> yeah, I, I cut them off. And then they'll come crawling back. Yeah. And then you get to decide if you like their apology enough to start giving them financial assistance That's again. the only control you can do, really, isn't it? Like, you can't stop them from naming their kid whatever they want to name their kid. I assume based on that response from the daughter-in-law that she's not actually going to name her Paxton. I assume not. But, you know, in that kind of situation, there isn't really much you can do. If they're dead set on giving their kid a spite fence name, then just you're going to have to let them. I think we got the title of the episode already. <laughs> spite fence name. Spite fence name. name. <laughs> oh, spite fences. I will link to spite fences for, the, for yes. this episode because it, it's... It's a whole world of joy that you can spend hours researching on the internet. It's great. Yeah, Robert Frost wrote a whole poem about it. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, good fences make good neighbors. Oh, shit. You're right. Sarcastically. Uh, A lot of people don't get that Robert Frost is extremely sarcastic. Um, The whole, like, road less traveled by thing is very sarcastic. It's like, it doesn't make a friggin' difference which road I went down. (laughs) I went down one and I did it. Yeah. (sighs) He's such, he's just a troll. Yes. Robert Frost is a poetry troll. I love him. He's probably <laughs> one of my favorites. I think I would have enjoyed him more in school if somebody had told me that. Yeah. Like, guys, before we start, Robert Frost is a poetry troll. Don't take anything he says literally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's that one. So uh, we have, I believe, a contender for worst asshole of the year. I feel like this is rising exponentially as we go <laughs> on. People are just getting worse and worse. Um, but it's very similar to another one that we've had. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put out a poll and see, because these two are similar but different enough that one of them is worse than the other. Okay, I have the Chimes okay. of Doom pre- yes. prepped and ready. Um, also, this one was sent in by Jamie. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Jamie. And it's an Am I the Asshole post. So OP's daughter is currently 14 years old. Okay. Am I the asshole for... Redu- 
<laughs> you forgot how to read. No. <laughs> Words are hard. Let me get some water. Words are hard. Am I the asshole for revoking my daughter's college fund? Yes. <laughs> Did you read this one? No, I have not okay. read it, but the the answer to that is yes. Yes. Personally, I believe that college funds belong to the child, mm-hmm. but are managed by the parents. If it's titled college fund, that's what it's for, not for anything else. If that kid goes to college, they get the money. <sighs> It's okay, though, because he says, I know it sounds bad, but please hear me out. Oh, no! <laughs> that's the first That's the first chime. Uh, okay. When my wife and I divorced, my daughter, now 14, took my wife's side, which I was pretty upset and surprised about. She was 12 when we separated, and we were very close, unlike her and her mother. I don't hold it against her because she's a kid and she didn't know any better, and I make the effort to see her. I love spending time with my daughter. I met my current wife four years ago. She was pre-law and planning on taking out loans to pay for law school. Wait a second. Did you just do some math? God fucking damn it. (laughs) However, about two years later, we were engaged, and I didn't want her to take on any loans, so I offered to pay for law school. She was apprehensive, but I wanted a good start to our married life and not want any loans hanging over our heads, so she agreed. You wanted to bribe her. You wanted to bribe her. I used my daughter's college fund to pay for my wife's school... And planned on replenishing it so that my daughter would have a fund when it was her turn to go to college. I put a little money in each month. Honestly, I thought this was okay because when I had asked her about college at the time of doing this, she said she wanted to go to makeup school and be a makeup artist and that college sucks. When she was 13? Yes. When she was 13? 13 year olds don't know their ass from their elbow. Yeah, I I believe at 13 I said I wanted to take a gap year. Which is always a bad idea unless you're super rich, but yeah. Or or you missed your university interview, <laughs> like I did, because you can't tell the time. Well, apparently her mindset changed because on Sunday we met up and she was talking about AP classes. I was surprised because I didn't think she was interested in school. I asked her if she was joking, but she said that she's aiming for CS at some top private college and that her dream is to start a startup business. She then asked me if she had a college fund and she wanted to know if she should add on an extracurricular or get a job. I told her the truth about her college fund and that right now there's not enough money for even a year at private college. (gasps) She then started crying and made a scene and told me that she couldn't believe I chose my wife over her mom and now I'm choosing her again over my daughter. Yeah, right? Which is not true since my daughter is getting a fund, just not private school tuition. She then called my wife a bunch of awful names that I won't say here. I told her that she's probably not going to get into a private school because she wasn't even serious about school (gasps) two years ago. Oh my god, I can't even hit the chimes. I'm just like... God damn. She called me a shit dad and ran away until her mom came to get her. Her mom later called me angrily about what I said to her and said that my daughter is on track to win some prestigious science fair award and I was way out of line with what I said and that I obviously don't know her. I was honestly so done with the BS she pulled and her attitude towards my wife, which has never been good, and said that I'm probably going to revoke my daughter's college funds since she obviously doesn't deserve it. What? With what she pulled today. You already revoked her fund without asking her by giving it to your, like, 19-year-old wife. Oh my god, I literally spat because I'm so mad. (laughs) My daughter is now refusing to see me and calling me by my first name. I will stand by my decision. Am I the asshole? Yes! Even more yes than before! So, okay, let me clarify. So she's 14 and that means she is starting high school. Colleges don't give a shit about your grades before high school. 
who gives a shit about middle school grades? I'm sorry, I'm a middle school teacher. I give a shit about middle school grades <laughs> because I want the kids to do well. The kids give a shit about middle school grades. But beyond, like, middle school teachers, parents, and middle school children, nobody gives a shit about your middle school grades. Oh my god. Yeah, and then also the other math, which is that... So he met this woman four years ago. When his kid was ten. And then two years later... They both, he separated from his ex-wife and was engaged to his new and wife. And was engaged. Jesus. Like, obviously, the daughter took his wife's side. Jesus. Well, it's not even about taking sides. He did, he was clearly angling for, if he wasn't actually cheating, which I doubt, he was angling for a new young hot wife before they even got divorced. Yeah. So, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> So this guy, I and the reason why I this reminds me of the one where he punishes his daughter, yeah, for not going to his wedding to his child bride. I don't know what people like this think their kids are gonna think, right? Like their children, and they take things very hard and emotionally, generally. And also, they're not stupid. Yeah, and they're not stupid. If your dad is suddenly divorcing from your mom, and then it's like, this is my new fiance, like two months later. Teenagers aren't stupid enough to be like, oh, dad met someone in eight weeks. Yeah. And also, so if she was pre-law and two years later they were engaged, so that means that she's currently 24. Cool. God. <laughs> so there's several updates. So he has... I just Can I just address one more thing? Sure. When he says, I love spending time with my daughter and we were really close. Well, clearly you weren't. Because you know nothing about what's going on in your child's life right now. He didn't know that she was up for the Science Fair Award? Yeah. Like, how, how does any self-respecting parent not know that about their child, regardless of whether or not they're living together? If it's that big a deal, he should have known about it. And he should not have laughed her off when she said she wanted to go to private college. Absolutely no way. Like, if there's one way to make sure your kid never tells you anything else ever again, it's to bring down their confidence and degrade them like that. And then when he's going off about, oh, she pulled all this bullshit and called my wife names. Yeah, because she's still a kid and you used all her money. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, I don't understand what he's expecting out of his daughter. And it's so weird how in this, these situations, they justify themselves, which he's about to do in the, in the edit. But like, just how can you not see that you are the villain in this situation? You are not entitled to a new young hot wife because your last wife was, you know, not perfect. And just the 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 way he flips it on her, and it's like, well, now it's her fault that she's not getting any absolute bullshit. You've let your kid down several times in the last five <laughs> years, and you just are not willing to accept it. And you're gonna have to have a look at yourself and accept some hard truths. Otherwise, she's never gonna speak to you again. God. Yeah, I feel like when the daughter was like, you know, got upset, he's like, oh, good, now I have a, an excuse not to give her any money. Right. And I bet, I bet she, well... There's like two reasons why she went for the wife, right? One, because that's guaranteed to hurt her dad. The other thing is actually, from her point of view, it looks like the wife has swindled her money yeah. out of her dad. So, <sighs> so yeah, on that note, there's some clarification too. Okay. Because he didn't tell the, the new wife that that's what the money was for. <coughs> <laughs> 
Are you okay? <coughs> he did what? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Were you drinking water? I was drinking water. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I had to get rid of all the, the frothing spit in my mouth from how mad I am. God. Okay, so edit one. I am done with the rude comments about my wife. It is, am I the asshole, not is my wife the asshole? Which, buddy, hey, there's a, there's a not the asshole option so that people can pick other people in the story that aren't OP. But anyway, yes. not that you guys deserve any additional information, but my wife is really great. I'll accept an asshole <laughs> judgment for me cheating, even though it's really not what I'm asking in this post. Oh, he did cheat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but everyone seems to be hell bent on it. I was super asshole for cheating. Happy? My wife wasn't. When we met, I was 32 and she was 20. We had a casual relationship and I didn't mean to start it, but she was so amazing and had such a vibrant personality. And I was really depressed at that time, but she helped uplift me. <sighs> I hate, I hate, 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 hate when people use I was depressed and she drug me through it as an excuse for cheating. It's fucking bullshit. If you're depressed, you get medication or you go to therapy. You don't cheat on your significant other. And this goes God back to what I brought up uh, a week or two ago about how basically he's using this younger woman with more energy as his free therapist because taking a 20 year old out to dinner sometimes is much cheaper than a therapist. This, this reminds me of, I was having a conversation with my husband the other day. He was reading um, Herman Hess for the first time and he was like, well, What's literature? And I was like, uh, an old white man wrote it and it's about him having sex with a 20 year old woman. <laughs> and he was like, that is exactly the plot of this book. <laughs> <laughs> and when you look at like the seminal, semi autobiographical pieces of literature from old white canonical writers, yup, that's what they're all about. I'm depressed and I think I'm going to kill myself. But there's this beautiful woman at this inn and we have amazing sex and then I leave her but now I'm not depressed anymore. Yeah, it's like the modern the modern equivalent is the manic pixie dream girl, right? <laughs> like um I just want to point out that um he was 32 and she was 20 and 32 divided by 2 is 16 plus 7 is 23. God damn it. I can't even be mad at him for that, but I am mad at him for that. <laughs> I know there's so many other things. Okay, so I didn't tell her I was married, only that I had a daughter. And I know that's bad, but I didn't feel married to my ex-wife at the time i was so unhappy and she was too my wife and i had an amazing relationship and as she was going to be graduating college soon <laughs> she wanted to get serious i told her the truth and my wife was upset but she decided to forgive me i proposed Whoa. and introduced her to my daughter and she hoped we would be a family no <laughs> she was nothing but kind to my daughter but my daughter was hostile from the minute she met her never gave her a chance <laughs> My daughter and my mom would play cruel prank. I think she means to say my daughter and her mom would play cruel yeah. pranks on her, like organizing a date and never showing up, ruining her wedding dress, and spreading rumors about her to all my relatives, making fun of her to her face. Hey, you don't have to spread rumors because there's truth. <laughs> yeah. My wife took the high route and forgave all of that, only speaking highly of my daughter. Even to her friends, she'll brag about how pretty and amazing my daughter is and how she's sure my daughter will accept her when she's a bit older. Pretty and amazing are the most vapid yeah. comments you can make about a child. What about their academic achievements? What about their hobby that they're really into? What about the fact that they're kind and compassionate? Like, pretty and amazing means nothing. Yeah. It's easy for for his new wife to forgive 
the daughter because she hasn't been actually been hurt. Mm-hmm. She has what she wanted. She's got no student debt. She's got this guy. She has this ready-made family that she really thinks that she wants. This child is absolutely within her rights to be pissed. Yeah. Dude cheated on her mom. And I, I'm starting to feel, and there's more details later, the new wife just starting to feel bad for her. And hopefully she breaks that spell of like, oh, there's an older man doting on me and all this. And it's like, <sighs> no, get get out of there, girl. So yes, my wife is a saint and an amazing person. Stop shitting on her Reddit. You got your backstory. And then there's another short edit, uh, edit two. I will keep my daughter's fund and try to add enough money for private school. If she doesn't apologize and consider my wife her family, though, she won't be getting it. I'd rather her be hostile to me and hate me rather than my wife since I fucked up. But my wife is feeling guilty over something that's not her mistake. Well, that's that's on you, dude. That's not your your child's fault. That's on you. Yeah, this is a textbook example of conditional affection and conditional, uh, like, care for your child being like if you're not good i'm gonna take away something that's essential to you even though i'm behaving worse than you are he's and he's lied to not only his kid and his old wife but his new wife by omission he didn't tell her where the money's coming from yeah that would have been the first thing i would have asked well that's great but where are you getting all this money to pay for me to go to law school and it seems like he is uh one of those people that flashes money around a lot, so she might just assume he makes a lot of money. Man, for someone who's trying to be a lawyer, she's an idiot. Like, I have I, I have sympathy for people who are duped, right? Mm-hmm. I do not have sympathy for people who are complicit in cheating and then forgi- forgiving for that. That I cannot abide that. Um, so it says in a in a comment that he's in the in the biotech field. So he does make a lot of money, which like... Right, so why doesn't his kid now have enough money for private college then? Yeah. If he's making that much money, he's just a selfish player. Yeah, and I'm assuming that this didn't have any of the ex-wife's money in it too, because otherwise that would be a whole separate issue that he's bringing up. Because remember the, right. the guy who took the money out to buy the car? Yeah, the theft, if if it's someone else's, yeah. someone else's put money in. Same situation, this <sighs> is theft from the daughter. God. That poor kid. Yeah. Um, okay, edit three. Actually, he only has three edits. So a lot of shit went down after I posted this, or because I posted this, actually. My wife called my daughter's mother because she felt bad about the situation and is sad about my relationship with my daughter. She insisted on the remaining money in the account, about $45,000, go to my daughter in a separate fund controlled by her mother. Her mother didn't take that well and hung up on my wife after telling her she didn't need her charity. My wife now won't talk to me because she feels that I put her in a bad position. Yeah, you did. And should have told her before that the money was my daughter's because she figured that it was just extra money I had left over and not my daughter's fund. She's saying that I caused unnecessary drama and could have handled the situation way better and that she's just trying her best to fix what I broke, but she's exhausted. She's currently packing to go stay with her parents for the time being, so that's that. My ex-wife is furious at me because my wife called her and she didn't want to hear my wife's, quote, bitch voice. (laughs) She blew up at me for taking everything so far and is blaming me for ruining everyone's happiness. She said that I can't fix anything anymore and not to even worry about my daughter's fund because she didn't raise her daughter to get on all four knees and beg and that she has everything figured out for her daughter now. She thanked me for putting everything in perspective and that I'm not longer permitted to visit or contact my daughter. She has full custody. I'm now sitting here typing this out and figuring out ways to contest custody. So that's what's happening in my life right now. I just don't get how everything got all messed up when my heart is in the right place. I don't feel wrong. No, it isn't. Your heart is not in the right place. Your heart is in your dick. <laughs> and, and that's definitely the wrong place for a heart to be. 
Yeah. That's not useful. God, alive. What a selfish man. And his poor wife trying to fix it and be kind. Yeah. She is an idiot, though. She shouldn't have called the, the wife without thinking properly about it first. That is a very good solution, though. Like That is a good solution. We'll give you the money. It'll be in your account. But I feel like writing a letter might have been a better option. Yeah. Maybe through a lawyer so that... They could see that she's serious about it. Like, hey, I want to gift you this money that was yours in the first place and this has nothing to do with me. Fuck. Yeah. Man, what a prick. And 45k is enough for private school for a year? I feel like, I don't know what private school costs anymore, but... Fuck if I know. Yeah, if he pays for tuition and then mother pays for, like, living expenses, that should be fine. But also, like, he has four years... He just needs to step up putting more money in the account. Yeah. He needs to stop being such a prick and being so selfish. And those last two lines is how I feel like I know this is real. Because he's like, I don't get it. I don't feel like I... Like, I know I did something wrong, but I didn't mean to hurt people. It's like that not bullshit non-apology. It's like, I'm sorry if I hurt you. Yeah. Like, yeah, you did. But. I'm sorry if I hurt you, but. Yeah. <sighs> I don't feel wrong. I don't feel wrong because this benefited me in the long run. I got what I wanted. Fuck. Yeah, the only thing... So, the thing I feel like is it makes this a toss-up between the other one where the guy punished his daughter for not attending his wedding to his new wife was that he cheated on his wife dying of cancer and then divorced her. <laughs> yeah. So, it's a toss-up. Um, That was episode 11? I trust you because I can't count. So. I, have, I have a list of the asshole contenders. That was episode 11. So go back and listen to, to this douchebag in episode 11, you guys, and then answer the poll who you think is worse. Hear me have a total breakdown. That's <laughs> Morgan Reed's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> Men, why do we need them? We don't. God, just shotgunning their sperm everywhere to use a phrase. used last episode the episode before i don't know anymore yeah use your brain and wrap it up so that's uh, 90 percent of the problems of this podcast (laughs) sit down and think with your head brain before you act and also wear a condom (laughs) they're so useless what would they do without us yeah and just like him using his new wife as a therapist which you know he is oh yeah clearly and also probably for status as well, and just everything about him sucks. I haven't heard a single good thing about this person, and he's writing the post. <laughs> it's a shovel post. That's that's a special kind of writing, isn't it? Like where you're writing about yourself, but you can't even make yourself sound sympathetic to the audience. That means you're definitely wrong. Yeah, and there's definitely a lot of those, which is why I wanted to coin a term for it, because it's insane the lack of self-awareness people have i'm always scared that i'm offending someone or like always saying the wrong thing i'm always anxious even after i hang up on these calls i'm like oh my god did i say something wrong i said this and now everybody's gonna be mad at me (laughs) i have the benefit though of being able to go back and and edit it and be like okay i didn't say anything that i have 
the gift of terrible short-term memory. <laughs> so I immediately forget everything I said. I'm anxious about it for like 20 minutes and then it's gone from my brain. And then yeah. I listen to the podcast again when it comes out. I'm like, oh shit, I did say that. And then I forget about it again. <laughs> yeah, that's. I feel a gift of, that's how I manage my anxiety. It's like, I if I need to remember it, I write it down. And if I don't, then it goes away. It is a gift perpetuated by my anxiety as well. Because if you, yes. if you weren't aware... If you have anxiety, it makes you incredibly forgetful because you're always thinking, 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 thinking about every other minute detail. So it makes your memory terrible. Thanks, anxiety. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. Except, except when I actually need to remember something. Self-protective factor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's that guy. Uh, wow. Let me know, y'all, uh, what you think. I just like how he doesn't in the original post. You are limited to 3,000 words no that's not right Three thousand characters in the original post but then you can edit it afterwards and add more so yeah just like how he didn't add the detail of like yes i cheated on my ex-wife with my current wife and didn't tell my current wife where the money was coming from yeah and all this information it's like that would have been useful to know so he was judged as the asshole good <laughs> shocker kel surprise okay so i haven't where's my second slice of bread I have a mouthful of shit now. <laughs> well, you got a good second slice of shit first. Oh no, it's a double shit sandwich? Uh, unless you want to skip ahead to, to the dead donkey. Nah, fuck it. Let's do this double okay. shit sandwich. I, I, my mouth already tastes like shit. I may as well continue <laughs> eating shit. Uh, am I the asshole? I'm going to go ahead and just say yes. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say ages. Am I the asshole for not dropping out of med school for my ex's mental health? Hmm. <laughs> and mental health should be in quotation marks. <laughs> What? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so her ex-husband's name is Victor. Okay. And her daughter's name is Rachel. Cool. I debated about posting this, but I want an answer from unbiased people who are not close to me. Also, this is not about our relationship, but if I was the asshole in this situation. My ex, Victor, and I got married when we were only 20 years old. We'd been dating since our freshman year of high school, and we were in love at the time. I had aspirations towards med school, while Victor wanted to work in the tech field. However, I had to put a hold on med school for many reasons, including the birth of my daughter. After college, Victor found a very nice tech job, so we moved to another city across the country. I found a biotech job in the same city, but I was not happy with the move because of how far I was from family and friends. I felt lonely and was unable to make any lasting friends. Victor heard me, but he loved his job and new friends, and we didn't move until I got into med school a few years later. Although I had another offer from a school in the city we were currently at, I missed my family and support system and asked Victor if he could compromise for me this time since we moved last for him. His company was offering the same position with higher pay if we moved also. He was unhappy about it, but agreed once Rachel also expressed her desire to be closer to her grandparents and a chance for getting a bigger house. After I started med school, Victor's unhappiness grew exponentially. He missed his friends, he didn't like his new workplace, and didn't like the toll med school was taking on me. There's so much work and hours and I barely had any time other than for my daughter, Rachel. After my first year, Victor encouraged me to drop out of med school as I clearly didn't like it because of how much work I had and that he had wanted to move back to where we were previously living. I told him that I hated it there and I would only think about moving back for residency after finishing three more years of med school. Victor told me that he was worried that this move would cause him depression and that we had to move back. He said I was being unreasonable and that I don't care about him. Reddit, was I the asshole for not dropping out of med school and moving back to my old city for the sake of my ex? This is... I don't feel like we know enough about that situation to, like... The way she writes is very self-absorbed. Well, you said the perfect thing because we do more know more about this situation. Because this is the ex-wife from the previous post. What? <laughs> 
she found his post and wrote her own. What? <laughs> Spicy. Okay. So then he cheated on her and this whole situation blew up. Okay. So that's why they broke up. Yeah. So I skipped a paragraph at the beginning. Uh, she said, so a family member, not going to say who it is, forwarded me Victor's post. Victor, if you're reading this, I honestly can't believe you. You don't give two shits about Rachel and now neither does she. She being yeah. her reciprocating, I, I guess. Yeah, she has a very yes. curt way of writing. It's very typical for a doctor, I feel like. Yeah, yes. Yeah. They, they want to get to the point. But yeah, basically, so this to me gives context as the previous post where essentially he threw a t- tantrum because he didn't get to do what he wanted even though it was they did do what's best for the entire family yeah it's difficult for 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 kids especially when they're young to be away from their their family support system especially like grandparents there is this you know when kids are five and six and they're like oh i went to my grandparents house this weekend and you can't see your grandparents because they live 16 states away or whatever mm-hmm. like that's pretty difficult on a kid and especially on a new mom uh away from their mom and their dad and you know it's pretty hard um and med school is tough it's it's not for the faint-hearted because i feel like you know if she has all this so he has this it seems like a nine to five ish job and she has an extremely demanding job in school that they would need to be nearer to their support system so they could have someone to look after their daughter when needed. I mean, biotech is a job you don't take home with you, right? It's it's pretty unemotional. And yeah, it, you do it at the lab and then you come home and that's it, you switch off. Yeah. Um, whereas med school and then being a doctor, you're on all the time. Especially if you're like an ER doctor and you could be called at the slightest minute or whatever. That's, yeah, if you're on call. You know, it's like teaching, right? Teaching is not a job <laughs> where... You go to school, you do your 8 till 3.30, and then you're like, peace, I'm bouncing. Like, you go home and there's stuff you have to do at home, there's emails you have to write and parents to call, and, you know, you don't leave that in the classroom. There's stuff you have to do at home. Yeah, which is why it annoys me when people always say, oh, you get summers off. It's like, no, we save up our weekends and our nights and weekends, and we take them all at once. Yes. And we work over the summer to plan for next year. It's (laughs) The good ones do, at least. Yeah. It's not easy to... When you work with people and your job is directly related to another person's happiness or well-being, you don't leave that at the office. Yeah. So, you don't ever have time for me and you only spend time with our kid is like, well, yeah, that's kind of how it has to be right now. Also temporary. And she's like, okay, so, you know, I'll get through my three more years of of med school and then we can move back to where you wanted to move. Because also our daughter will be old enough to be a little more autonomous and can do you know after school stuff so we don't have to pick her up until later or whatever so it sounds like so they had rachel in 2006 and got divorced in 2018 so that was yeah when she was 12 if he had just stuck it out like it's bonkers to me people you asked her to move and she did that and she you know stuck it out for you and then you need to move for her and you can't like make a few friends at work and he's basically throwing a tantrum that's what this whole thing is i wonder if he was doing a tit for tat thing well she said she couldn't make any friends when we were in the place that i really liked so i'll say that i can't make any friends while i'm in the place that she really likes and then we're gonna have to move back to where i like yeah 
And especially like if she's dealing with taking care of a, a baby, he doesn't seem like he's the type of person to help with a young child. No. I don't know where I'm getting that from. It's just a feeling I just, have. Mm, yeah, definitely a feeling. <laughs> just a hunch. Yeah. So it's just like, bro, tough it out for three years. It's not that long. Support has to go both ways as well. Yes. Like you can't ask something of your partner that you wouldn't be willing to do for them. Right. And she did it. It was fine, I guess. And then she needed the to move for everybody's sake. And if you're not prepared to do that... Yeah, and once you have a daughter, you gotta make sure that she's taken care of primarily, you know, until she's... Yes. Like, that's your primary responsibility. And so if you want to... Hey, Victor, if you want to build a support system of people who can help you care for your daughter when you guys are at work, then you can do that. Mm-hmm. It seems like that's usually the woman's responsibility. <laughs> for some reason. Oh, yeah. Wow. So this guy, I mean, I get it. I get being unhappy, you know, like, and you're allowed to be unhappy. But again, get a therapist. Right. Like, I moved from England to America. That was not particularly easy. I left all my friends behind that I'd known since I was like four years old. And, you know, I was establishing a career and moving to this new place where America doesn't seem like a foreign country because you speak the same language. Kind of. <laughs> but there was a there was a moment where I was in a, a grocery store and I was looking for something and I couldn't find it anywhere because it was named something so completely different to what I was used to it being named that it was practically impossible for me to find it. And I remember a, 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 an assistant coming up and saying, can I help you? And I said no, because I didn't want to seem like an idiot who couldn't find <laughs> the thing that I needed. But I was like close to tears about it. Like, there's lots of things that are really difficult about moving a long way away. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's okay to feel displaced for, for a bit. But in the end, you kind of have to go, well, there have to be ways I can fix this. I have to do something about this. Otherwise, I am going to be miserable for, for the whole time. Like, maybe you're not going to make the same kinds of friends that you had that you've known for 25 years in your home country. But you do need to make good stable friendships with other people yeah. you can't just be like oh i don't have any friends because i left them all behind well make friends i, I know that uh, i'm saying that like making friends is really easy it is not i find making friends incredibly difficult to do again because my anxiety convinces me that everybody hates me uh and they're talking about me behind my back when i leave and they don't think i'm fun um but you gotta do it find yeah. a hobby go out do something meet new people you know, you've got to put yourself out there. Otherwise, it's not going to work. And it sounds like he just was not willing to do the work that she had to do while he was in a place that he really enjoyed. And it is work. It's not easy. Yeah. And it's to me, I'm getting the sense that he so it says I didn't he didn't like his new workplace and he didn't like the toll med school was taking on me. Yes, med school is hard, but it seems like he you said a tit for tat, like he's refusing to make new friends. He's trying to be like, well, nobody likes me, so we should just move, you know, yeah. as a as an excuse. At least that's the vibe I'm getting. Well, it said that he was taking a job for higher pay. Maybe it was also more work. And he was like kind of coasting by in the previous city. It says the same phys- position for higher pay. Uh, okay. So it seems like it was a different, uh, different area maybe that they maybe had more need. Man. <sighs> yeah, so this is all a convoluted thing. Uh, this got removed pretty immediately. 
because they're like, no, this isn't a debate sub. Well, it is a little, but... <laughs> well, it's not like a place to hash out your personal relationship at a public forum <laughs> with the other person. God, I do love it when the other party shows up in the comments, though. It's like, I eat that shit up. That is kind of wild. And that's always very exciting. <laughs> I can't remember the other one where the where the person being talked about showed up and was like, okay, that's not how it went down. This was it. And they wrote this whole comment, this massive paragraph. I think it was about the daughter. Did I read you that one? Because there was one with the daughter who's uh, she's home from school for winter and the dad's like, I don't like your sleep schedule and told her that her cat died. Yes, it was that one. And then she came into the into the comments and was like, uh, no, here's what's happening. Like, you're not even listening to me at all. And mom's trying to tell you that this is how I'm feeling, but you're not listening. Yeah. So. Always a wild ride when that happens. <sighs> right. Yeah. Ready for my second piece of bread now. I've had. Okay. I've had my double shit sandwich ready for the bread. Um, okay, so two weeks in a row now we've got a guest from uh, Legal Advice. Yay! And I think this is just your standard legal advice, but I cropped it out. So I'm going to read the title and then I'm going to tell you the label that it has because it labels like the type of legal issue you're having. Okay. So the title, um, this person's in Arizona because mm-hmm. that's always important. My neighbor is convinced I control owls <laughs> and it is labeled other civil matters. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> What a superpower! Oh my god, it's so amazing. I did not post the picture of me and the owl last time. I'm gonna have to do it now, because, yeah, Jesus. Okay, so, I live in a rural area that has coyotes, wildcats, owls, hawks, snakes, and even bears. Yes. All good things. Yes. Sounds delightful. Except for the snakes. I love snakes. I mean, I I don't mind snakes. I don't have a phobia of snakes, which is weird because I'm scared of everything else. But um, (laughs) (laughs) I uh, just, they get places they're not supposed to be. So they are, they are quite surprising. It's like, oh, hi, buddy. What are you doing here? When my parents bought their house in 1980, forever ago, they opened the whole closet and there was just a snake nest in there cool and they're like nope we're gonna close that and my mom will not do snakes like she gets really grossed out by them so snakes are great baby snake my new neighbor has five very small dogs she likes to let them roam on their own in her yard when she first moved in she heavily insinuated that the family of barn owls that live in the tree in my yard were my personal property what she also insinuated that I have some sort of power over them. Two weeks after she moved in was the owl incident. <laughs> the owl incident sounds like some really cool graphic novel I would like to read. Absolutely. A juvenile barn owl smashed himself into my house, dazed and concussed. He ended up in the neighbor's yard. I warned her about the owl, told her that he looked like he was starving, and to keep her dogs inside. Typically, barn owls do not eat anything bigger than a rat, but she let her tiny dogs charge it and bite at it. (sighs) Animal control couldn't come out, so I found a wildlife rehabilitation facility and caught the owl with the help of my husband. The poor thing was malnourished and had been wounded for a while. He had a damaged wing. Tonight, she asked us to come outside at 9 p.m. to talk to her about the hawks in the neighborhood. Even after being told multiple times that the birds in our tree are barn owls, she kept calling them hawks. What? This woman. What kind of Karen is this? (laughs) Like one of those mystical ones, but also (laughs) who doesn't know anything. Asking if we could put a fake owl in our tree to scare them off. No. If you live in the countryside, that's the owl's 
territory. Yeah. Leave him the fuck alone. My husband and I have indoor cats and we feed songbirds. What? 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 Oh, okay, okay, okay. Hang on. <laughs> I am... Okay. My husband and I have indoor cats, and we feed songbirds to entertain said cats. Not feeding, not feeding the birds to the cats, but they feed the birds so that okay. they hang out outside the window and the cats can watch them. I can understand why that was unclear, because I was like, wait, what is the rest of this sentence going to be? <laughs> she asked why we were feeding the hawks. I reiterated to her again that they were barn owls who do not eat anything bigger than small rats. I have seen a few hawks around our neighborhood, but again, it is a very rural area. Her yard is filthy and overgrown. My husband and I think that's what's attracting mice and rats and then attracting raptors who want to eat said rodents. I suspect that she is trying to establish precedent in case one of the many, many wild animals in our neighborhood eats one of her tiny dogs. <laughs> On Monday, I'm calling Animal Control, Fish and Wildlife, and our HOA to see what we can do to protect ourselves. We are going to take a break from feeding the songbirds in case that they are attracting hawks. I plan on taking pictures of her overgrown and filthy yard. Is there anything else I should be doing to protect my husband and I? Damn. Imagine living in the countryside and not enjoying the countryside. <laughs> like, wanting wild animals to adhere to your schedule is pretty dumb. Yeah, and then just having these, like, small dogs and being like, I refuse to change anything, and I'm going to blame it on a human for some reason. You have to protect your pets in the same way that you would protect a child. Right? The main mm -hmm. reason why my cat is an indoor cat is because we live near a main road that is a 60 mile an hour road. There is no way I'm scraping my cat up off the, off the pavement if he gets run over by a car. Absolutely no way. So he stays inside. But there's also, like, I live, we live in California, so there's black widows outside, there's snakes. Like, I don't want him getting bitten or ingesting something that he shouldn't. So he stays inside. If you can't keep your dogs inside for their safety, because they're tiny dogs, you do not deserve to have those dogs. Yeah, it sounds like she just doesn't want to change, despite the fact that she moved to the countryside. She needs to create a, like a fenced in area with a, like a chicken coop. A dog run. Yeah. To keep them safe from all these wild creatures. And it's not that expensive to get some posts and some chicken wire. No. I wonder if she lived in a semi-rural area before where these kinds of things weren't a problem and her dogs could just roam around in her overgrown yard. And now she's moved to a more rural area and she's expecting it to be the same because it's still kind of countryside. Yeah, and she's just insisting that nothing has changed and she it was fine before, so it'll be fine now. Right. I don't get this. Like, she she has someone telling her things and she just refuses to believe them, which I guess we've seen so much in the last nine months or whatever. But to me, this is ultimate Karen behavior. This is, this is what would cause me to call somebody a Karen, is somebody is telling you something, you're choosing to, to ignore it so that you can continue to push your own thought and opinion and you're putting somebody else at risk namely her dogs yeah and um, her and and then is planning on blaming it on someone yes. else when it goes down exactly like op said it was yes. going to that i think that's a prime karen descriptor is it's never her fault yes and she has to pre-assume the blame to someone else pre uh, word pre-delegate the blame i don't know she's to trying else. to set precedent right, so that it. uh so that she can blame op yeah and i would definitely get in contact with the hoa because after we discussed last week like mm -hmm. the hoa who knows whose side it's gonna take but they do like their karens <laughs> yeah and 
you might be able to get the HOA on side by saying, look at the state of her yard. Yeah. Instead of, she's trying to tell me that I own owls. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it seems like, yeah, they have indoor cats, so they're good there. Like, I'm pretty sure OP's pretty covered. Um, But since it's in their tree i don't know it's gonna have to do some wildlife law to see what's up there so <laughs> Bird law. But, as, but as far as the interpersonal relationship aspect i think there's no winning with this karen you're just gonna there's... have to protect yourself i think yeah i would do all that op is doing and then be like hey maybe you could make this dog run you know that way your dogs can run around and they'll be safe just because I think we're in a drought and these birds are getting a little desperate. She needs to be documenting every conversation she has with this woman as well. Yeah. I don't know about Arizona and their laws of recording Yeah, people. I don't know what their recording laws are like. You can at least write it down. Yeah. So, good luck to you, owl-owning lady. So... Apparently, if you Google, so I was, this reminds me of this video from like a long time ago on America's Funniest Home Videos, <laughs> which wow. you know, used to be how you got your YouTube. But um, if you Google Hawk Grabs Pet, you get a lot of responses, <laughs> but this one is the one I was looking for. Okay. Hawk Grabs Pet. Oh, no. You, d- you don't need the sound. This little kid got a mouse for Christmas and he's holding him outside and he puts him on top of the cage and for some reason just backs away so that dad can record him with his new camcorder. <laughs> and then a <laughs> And then a hawk just is like, oh, tasty. Mm. What a smart hawk. Oh my god. Damn. I will post that. That is so good. <laughs> Kudos to that hawk. A free meal! Whoosh. Yeah. Ooh, easy. Doesn't even have any, uh, you know, self-preservation instinct. It's like veal. Veal for hawks. <laughs> uh, <sighs> so, there's your bread. Very good. Very good. I want to know this owl-owning lady. Wonderful. Yeah. Owl-not-owning lady. <laughs> owl-not-owning. No, I prefer to think now that she actually does own the owls. Like, in my personal headcanon, these owls have chosen to be owned by her. And they're like, yeah, they're now trying to remove the Karen from the neighborhood as <laughs> as payment for her being so kind and benevolent to their owl brothers. How the t- actual title is? How can I convince my, or how can I keep my neighbor from finding out I control the owls? <laughs> <laughs> how can I keep my neighbor from finding out that the owls have taken me in as one of their own? This person, OP, seems like the most down-to-earth and practical person. They're like, yeah, we, you know, we do these things. They're just such a normal person. Like, we feed the birds and... We like the countryside and the animals that live here, and we respect them and their privacy. (laughs) And we have some idea on what to do to protect ourselves from this crazy person, so we're just gonna do that? Is there anything else we should do? It's like, I would never live in the countryside because... I can't I can't deal with most things that live in the countryside and I don't like being far away from, you know, food <laughs> and other nice things. I couldn't yeah. live in the countryside. It's too much for me. My parents' house, like they did have those snakes. They live in a suburb, but it's very close to fields and things. So we did have a, a great horned owl living in kind of their backyard at one point and possums will come by. That's cool. Uh, their dogs disemboweled a possum at Christmas. Wow. <laughs> Metal. Um, yeah. So that was fun. Um, 
Yeah, we get lots of hawks. Lots of hawks. Oh, I was at work once when I used to do data entry, and someone else who worked in the office came out and was like, follow me, don't make a sound. I was like, okay. We went out around to the side of the building. There was a hawk just chowing down on this owl that it caught. Oh, jeez. Just hanging out in the back of the building, like, crunch, crunch, crunch. And I was like, that is the coolest and most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my whole entire life. It was very good. One time we were barbecuing in the yard and a hawk hit a pigeon or a dove. It was a dove. A hawk grabbed a a dove out of the air right above us and it was just like a rain of feathers. Well, a dove is just an albino pigeon. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Ask Matt. It is. A dove is just a, it's a just a different it's a pigeon pigeon. so when people are like oh i'm gonna release doves at my wedding i'm like pigeons (laughs) imagine we're just releasing a whole brace of pigeons at your wedding i'm gonna release quail just just regular pigeons (laughs) that would be so cool (laughs) but because they're because they're white and fluffy people are like oh doves instead of uh get out of here flying rat So that that really does amuse me. Oh, another thing that OP should do is get maybe cameras. Yes, house cameras would be good. Some house cameras also record sound too. So if you're having conversations with your neighbor on the front, that might be a good way to get around that. Yeah. Just saying. She she said she was from San Francisco County. So yeah, there's not as many critters up there. I mean, obviously that's a big county and there's a lot of rural areas, but... It's not as like like coyotes are no joke. Yeah. I would I wouldn't be surprised if a coyote got those dogs before the hawk did. Right. Yeah, I've seen lots of cool kind of metal nature things. There was definitely a uh, a coyote carrying a rabbit in its mouth walking across the road when I was driving to work once. Uh, There's that a subreddit was really called cool. Na- Nature is Metal, I believe. I know. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> and I ran over a rattlesnake by accident. And it was oh, incredi- it was incredibly meaty, and I was <laughs> scared that I'd hurt something on the car. Um, yeah, I've, I've only hit two animals with my car. The first one was a possum, and I swear to you, another one bites the dust was playing. <laughs> and the second one was a hawk that I felt really Oof. bad about because I was driving actually to visit your area, and a hawk was trying to get a mouse on the other side of the road, so it came out from a tree Oof. and yeah. right in front of my car, and I felt really bad. Yeah, it's really cool kind of driving into the more rural parts of my area and just like, there's a hawk sitting on the speed sign in the rain looking really upset. It's like, (laughs) sweet, a hawk. That's super cool. Yeah, it's enjoyable. I like looking at my nature from a safe distance. (laughs) I don't want to live in the nature because that's where the danger zone is. Yeah, we are. We're both bird people. I love birds. Birds are cool. Birds. Owls are my favorite. Penguins. I wish I controlled owls. I wish I controlled owls. That'd be sick, nasty. Okay. Well, I mean, I have more, but let's let's call it there. <laughs> yeah, I've enjoyed my sandwich. Nom, 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 nom. I'm calling. I need some people to send me some lighter stuff, please. <laughs> I want pranks. 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 <laughs> Damn it. Uh, we kind of had one a little bit with uh, that first one, the the OP being like, yeah, I love Paxton. Paxton. Uh, but, you know. Very good. We haven't had a quarantine love story yeah. in forever. S- send us something cute. We're going to have a couple rough weeks ahead of us starting school again. So that's what I want. Yeah. Send us like nice stuff for a little bit and then we'll get back to the nasty stuff once we're settled in our school routines. <laughs> yeah. 
Also, in episode 20, I said we were going to have, I teased a segment we were going to have, which was about this guy who was stalking someone and then realized the error of his ways. We were so off topic last week that it was both way over time and I was ruining the audio with my fan. <laughs> so if we can get to a hundred downloads, yes. or, sorry, a thousand downloads, then I will release that as a bonus episode. So please, if you like our podcast, if you like the drama, share with your friends so we can get to a thousand downloads. Yes, and please I do will, share. It's, it's mostly ready to go. I'm trying to fix up the audio a little, but my pop filter is not good enough to filter a fan <laughs> six inches away from it. So I mean, that's understandable. <laughs> okay you can find me at morgan underscore slay on twitter you can find our podcast at r the letter u the word serious pod on twitter also um you can email us please happy stories or tag us on twitter um but anyway email us at r the letter u the word serious pod at gmail.com and where can they find you you can find me on twitter at esme underscore c underscore nose as in knows lots of things you can also find us on the facebook at r the letter u the letter serious pod that's the little um at handle by the way the page name is r slash you serious podcast um so if you're searching for us use the at sign first are the letter you the letter serious pod we made the mistake of having formatting things in our episode or in our podcast title yeah slashes and things slashes and stuff i'm still fighting with facebook about trying to fix this goddamn thing <laughs> that was my bad no it was my bad and facebook does not like people to actually use it in a <laughs> useful way um so yeah what do you have planned for the rest of the day when do you start school uh kids come back on thursday Ooh. but we start them um, school activities on monday so yay technically well, tomorrow rest up thank you <laughs> <laughs> what have you got planned for the rest of the day i have to do some lesson planning no yeah it's horrible anyway <laughs> i'll find an outro somewhere in there <laughs> <laughs>